Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1234 in Edmonton. I will get to some of your texts on our Heartland Ford text line at 1252. There's been some good ones. Who knew Donald Trump was so popular in Alberta? All right. Some guests on Oilers now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. Brendan and the staff at Roos Chris will take care of you. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell them Oilers now sent you. Without further ado, we are pleased to be joined on the line out of, well, I think he's in Toronto today, John Shannon. John, how you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. Now, let me ask you this, um, and I mean this with all seriousness. Has, have the Toronto Raptors uh, supplanted the Stanley Cup final in the, uh, the, the, the hearts and the eyes and the folks in, uh, in Toronto, and if not uh, that matter, across Canada right now? Uh, it's difficult to judge the country when you're in the eye of the hurricane. Right. Um, but I, what I would say is that... Uh, uh, at present, this is a basketball town until somebody mentions Mitch Marner or Austin Matthews. Right. <laughs> so th- th- it's a great ride. Uh, you know, the prices reflect that when you think that it's costing you $2,500 to buy an upper bowl seat for a, a single ticket. Uh, and uh, people are having a good time with it. Well, I'm glad it's not out of your uh, your, your your price zone then. I uh, I would much rather be sitting with my friends in my basement. How's that? There we go. Uh, they have that means, ha- that means I, that means I'm alone. Yes, in my basement. yes. Uh, they have put on a pretty good show. I mean, even even things as subtle as the anthems, which are one of the things that Jack Michaels and myself wherever we go, because it's often the fir- one of the first things we like. You know what I mean in terms of the game presentation. Uh, well, what you got, but what you got to understand though, it, it, in just like uh, uh, at the Super Bowl, yes. Uh, Anthems are choreographed by the NBA, yes. not by the team. Right. Not by the team. Uh, and in fact, I was, I was, this is an interesting one, or maybe you don't think it is. Um, but for the longest time, uh, the NHL tried to uh, push its will upon the teams of having celebrity anthem singers. Right. But the anthem plays 
such a different part of pregame ceremonies at hockey games compared to basketball games. Why is that? And when, well, because it's it's played within you know ninety seconds of the start of the game. Whereas in basketball, uh, the anthem is still in a normal basketball game. It's thirty minutes before tip, uh, and at these games, it's uh, approximately what thirteen or fourteen minutes before tip. So uh, it's one of those things where you uh, uh, the teams and, and in fact over the years uh, the teams pushed back because they were very loyal to their regular singers and the, the guys that uh, have become part of the uh, the culture of a of, of a hockey team you know for how many years could you have imagined in 1984 or 85 that the NHL came in and said listen we want Ann Murray to sing Oh Canada and not Paul Laurio 100% uh, to- totally the place would have go- the place would have gone ballistic look at 2006 with Paul Laurio you know the whole oh, exactly yeah no I, I'm with you I mean I was at the league at that point and we were trying to you know we were trying to coerce the clubs to and this is you know with our with our partnership with NBC uh, was was trying to say hey we need to create more celebrity with our hockey games and it took us gosh it took us 5 years to convince NBC that the anthem and the place of an anthem at a hockey game is much much different than the place of an anthem at a special event like a Super Bowl or a World Series uh, or the NBA Finals. You know, it's fun. I mean, and just for everybody listening right now, I mean, they had Jordan Smith sing the U.S. anthem and then the three, trainer, uh, three tenors sing the Canadian anthem in game one. And those yep. guys were awesome. Like, it was really – because I'm not the biggest I, – I, I actually think the American anthem is better than the Canadian anthem. Maybe maybe I'm wrong there in the eyes of most of the listeners, but uh, those guys both, you know, both – It's funny. Most Americans prefer ours. I know. I know, isn't that crazy? Yeah, most Amer- most Americans prefer ours. So mm. from from that perspective, um, you know that's uh, that's one thing that uh, that we have to worry about. Texas at six thirty, six thirty. Your first cognitive memories of an anthem singer for me it was Roger Doucette watching the seventy two Summit Series when I was you know like six years of age, but then also the NBA All Star Game with Marvin Gaye uh, Jr. nineteen. I'm thinking it was eighty three. And the, was around there, yeah. and the style that he had, Whitney at the Super Bowl, um, and then uh, Mariah in Detroit. That was a pretty special one too. Uh, and I would have played it. And how about how about uh, how about Wayne's final game uh, at Madison Square Garden, and where both Jan, John Amarante and uh, and Brian Adams changed the lyrics to the Star Spangled Banner and O Canada. Uh, to put names Wayne in, and uh, Wayne's name uh, actually in the song. Yeah, that was pretty cool. No question. Yeah. Texas at 630. It's funny, right? Because, like, wherever Jack and me go, like, obviously, the for Jack, the first time in Chicago, you know, um, it's just for and, and you know what we're going to do an Oilers now road trip next year to Chicago because it is such. Well, oh, maybe I can get on that one, huh? You can. Take it. I mean. We have some great guests that occasionally come and meet the people. You know what I'm saying? If they're, oh, if they're, well, if I still qualify, then that'll y- be okay. Y- well, you know, you would be part of the, the. Hey, I'm on the D team. You'd be part of the B team. So look at it that way, John. Because uh, yeah. I, I do think it's it's part of the the whole experience. And uh, man, the guy in Chicago, big voice. Well, well, in fact, Jim Cornelius. And the, the interesting yeah. thing about him is that that, that the original. 
the original, original singer of the anthem in Chicago was Wayne Mesmer. Yes. And I think what, I think Mesmer actually did it better. Really? Than Cornelius. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really liked it. it, it that was there was the authentic original singer in Chicago, and I, I think Wayne was remarkable uh, at doing it. And then he he ended up with uh, with an unfortunate incident. He got mugged and shot uh, outside yep. uh, uh, an establishment uh, on uh, Madison in Chicago, and uh, and then uh, ended up. Uh, I, I've seen him since sing the anthem at uh, Cubs games. Uh, he's still around Chicago. We went to work for the Wolves for years. Yep. Uh, uh, but uh, I think Wayne, Wayne Mesmer's original rendition, you know, when, when the Oilers were there uh, playing Denny Savard's Chicago Blackhawks, that was Wayne Mesmer. That was Yeah, Jim right. Cornelius. So, so. 19, uh, 1990 Stanley Cup final. And, of course, as you, yep. as you would remember, 91, when the U.S. was involved in the Gulf War, that at well, that was, that the was, All-Star that game. That was, that that was, was Mesmer, All-Star. too. Yes. That and, was Wayne Mesmer. And that's, so. that was special with the All-Star game. And Absolutely. They got awesome. Like, just, just for the listeners that have never been to Chicago, think big uh, big city money, but Midwest value. That so should, let, me, that, let me tell you, I'll tell you a story about that anthem at the All-Star game. So Friday night was skills. All-Star game was Saturday. Um, and uh, I was doing the show for... Uh, Sports Channel America on the Friday and NBC on the Saturday. And NBC did not carry anthems. Under any circumstance, they viewed that as filler. Um, I tried to convince them otherwise on the on, on our production meeting on Wednesday and Thursday. And they said, no, no, we don't carry anthems. So Friday night on Sports Channel America, we obviously carry the anthem uh, as part of the event for the skills competition. And halfway through the show the VP of production and programming for NBC runs into the truck and yells at me, we are now carrying the anthem tomorrow at the All-Star Game because it was so electric that night. Awesome stuff. You can text us at 630-630. First cognitive memories of a terrific anthemist. And who's got the best in the league right now? Uh, did you say anthemist? Did I just make a word up? What's the official term? You, you did, come on. This is sports anthem radio. singer. This anthem is sports singer. radio, and words get made up all what? the time on sports radio. Well, that's like the famous Danny Gallivan, right? Yes. When he said he should a cannonading drive, and he got a letter from a teacher in Halifax. They said, Dear Mr. Gallivan, uh, there's no such word as cannonading. And Danny wrote a letter back, Dear ma'am, there is now. So... If I could have had one one hundredth of the talent that Danny Gallivan had in his left <laughs> pinky, I mean, he was he was he was the guy, man. Nobody could build a crescendo like Danny Gallivan. Well, I think I think the guy that has just retired is uh, in the same uh, Bob Cole pantheon. I think Bob Cole had that ability in the stages, but again, you're right. Gallivan was the original, and Bob, you know, learned. Uh, at his at his heel and uh, at his knee rather and uh, and did an amazing job in doing it. But Gallivan was spectacular. I'm old enough, Bob. I I, I was lucky enough to work with Danny. Uh, yeah, and I did as you know, uh, Foncourt and stats for Bob and. He was in the middle. We were doing a Calgary game. I think they were playing Colorado at home, and it was like, and here comes a good down the right side, and he takes his headset off, John, and he goes, how old is he? And I'm like, 24. And he's like, he's 24. Right? Yeah. And it, like, he just, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. get to some quick hitter stuff. So Gary Bettman did his State of the Union address just prior to the start of the Stanley Cup final. Uh, you've said it once, and uh, I'm sure you're not moving off of it. Are we headed towards um, 
a, a scenario where we're not going to have a lockout here in 2020? You mean if you work for a team or the league, it's a work stoppage? Yes. Okay. We are there. Will be no work stoppage. There will be no strike. There will be no lockout. Well, there's both sides. Uh, both sides have done too well uh, with uh, with this last CBA. Uh, the what, what we're talking now is we're talking about tweaks. We're talking about improving uh, the plight of both sides. I, and I say I'm being a little facetious when I say plight. Um, but uh, this is one where the owners would be thrilled to continue to have this CBA, but they realize in order to get some harmony with the players, they're going to have to give up a little bit. So, And, and in turn, the, the players will have to give up something. So over the next five or six months, we're going to uh, get to a point where uh, the league and the players have an opt-out, one on the 15th of September, the other one, or one on the 1st of September, one on the 15th of September, uh, that we hope we can get past that and that means we have a cba until 2022 uh, but uh, i i suspect that we'll have enough progress that they'll the opt-outs will not be used uh can you make sure they put in a non-compliance buyout uh, but the reason for the non-compliance buyout was because we lost a whole year Right. Um, you, you know, there, there are buyouts. I mean, a, a non-compliance buyout, I mean, who does it help more? It helps the teams more. Well, you're going to have to give up, I mean, you know, tit for tat, um, what are you going to give up uh, from an owner's side in order to get the non-compliance buyout? Yeah. So change I, in escrow? I mean, the, the, well, I think, I, think the change, I think that's going to be where, obviously, some movement's going to be made. I, and I would not be surprised. Based on what we've seen in other sports, I would not be surprised that the NHL tries to push hard on a, a shorter term, like these seven and eight year contracts. Obviously, now are becoming a bit of an issue. Yes, uh, and so I think we're you know, and, and 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 as as Gary and Bill negotiate these things, they chip away and chip away and chip away. Uh, I mean, I, I think that we might be on the verge of hearing about a five year term in the length of player contracts. Okay. Uh, John, I, I was in Buffalo, as you know, for the Combine. And yeah. I will who tell... Bought, who bought dinner those nights? Because it wasn't you. You know, if you keep this stuff up, people are going to start thinking uh, certain things about me, which are totally true. There's only one person that cares. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, she likes me more than she likes you, so... Actually, I think she likes most of the guys she knows more than she likes me. All right. Uh, very quickly, uh, you know, what are the perceptions, like, even from guys that historically were quite critical... Uh, of the Oilers organization. Uh, there were some individuals in Buffalo there that said, you know, now that it's done, because it wasn't done when we had you on last Monday with Dave Tippett, and we've got Dave coming up at 105 today, but the combination of Ken Holland and Dave Tippett, uh, even some of the harsher critics that we'd see in Buffalo every year, they're kind of look, they're like, well, pretty tough to argue with that. So I'd like to get your take on that. Well, uh, I, I mean, the biggest the biggest goal that Bob Nicholson had in doing what he's done the last eight or nine months was creating stability and creating accountability. Um, and both Holland and Tippett are known for no nonsense, honest, transparent approaches. Uh, I, these were these were two good, solid, credible moves um, for the Oilers. Uh, you know, the, the understanding that in many ways we're starting at base zero again. 
Uh, we're starting with a new philosophy. We're starting with a new coach. We're starting with a new on-ice style. Um, knowing full well that you have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl as, as assets to work with. But you've heard Tippett. Dave will tell you at 1 o'clock, as you know, he'll tell you that the first thing he has to fix is he has to fix the, the defense, right? He has to fix the defense and the goals against. So from that perspective, that becomes the biggest issue. So it's, it's creating accountability, credibility, stability. And I think that Holland and Tippett do that. John, as always, we appreciate your time. Uh, and look forward to hooking up with you uh, next week here in Oilers Now. Okay, Bob. Take care. That's John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Closing in on 12.50. We're going to step out for two minutes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And as promised, we'll get to some of your texts, tweets, and emails. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chat. All right, all right, all right. You can text us at 630, 630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Hey, Bob, uh, we all said the exact same thing four years ago uh, with Peter Shirelli and Todd McClellan. Let's wait three or four years until we uh, start throwing out how great the hires were. All I'm saying is uh, when I was in Buffalo, some of the people I would go there, oh, you and your owners, here you are, back. There was uh, a fair amount of, uh, you know, acknowledgement that the owners hired credible guys. Uh, this text comes in out of Lethbridge on our 630 Chad text line for our friends at Heartland Ford and Fort Saskatchewan. Hey, Bob, seems a lot of fans want Cole Caulfield. Would we have to wait out a four-year college stand if we picked him? Uh, my guess is Cole Caulfield would be in the NHL next season. Okay? No, or sorry, like not this upcoming year, but 2020, 2021. I think he plays one year of college. Um, this text comes into us from the Don. Bob, in my opinion, the USHL is at the same level as the Alberta Major Junior Hockey League, or the, the AJHL. That's what he's saying. A big risk in drafting these players. Uh, if they aren't that good, why aren't they in the CHL? Well, because they want to protect their college eligibility. What I would suggest a lot is I think most USHL teams might be, they're not on par with Canadian Major Junior, but I do think they're probably above Canadian Junior A. That would be my perception. I could be wrong. Another text out of Edmonton, Bob, no USHL minor junior players for the Oilers at number 8. Uh, again, you can text us at 630, 630. 
Bob, uh, not the first after, uh, first anthem, but the most memorable one for me was in a NHL playoff game in Canadian City where the mic went out during the American anthem. The Canadians continued singing it until the end. That comes to us from Bill while well, he's referring to what happened a couple of years ago here in Edmonton. And yes, you did a great job in Edmonton singing the American national anthem. Uh, this text comes in saying, best anthem singer right now, Blake Canyon out of Calgary. Best all-time anthem singer was Roger Doucette. Well, I believe it's George Canyon in Calgary. Um, okay, well, you're entitled to your opinion. It's all good. I might not agree with you on George Canyon. Again, you can text us at 630, 630. <laughs> um, oh, wow, really? Hank in St. Albert says, don't think I ever noticed until the playoffs this year, but Colorado's anthem singer is the best in the league. Really? I uh, that would he would not be in top five. Says uh, great singer and sings the anthems like they're supposed to be sung. Hmm. Uh, Bob, will John Marino's rights be dealt? I, I don't know how much of a market would be there. I mean, there's a you know what uh, USHL Harvard guy uh, sort of played in the shadow of Adam Fox. Could they be dealt? They could be. That's fair. It's a distinct possibility the Oilers don't end up signing them. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Bob, not even close. Kate Smith's God Bless America in the 1970s when Canada was a great country from Brian. Uh, I might not be saying that these days, <laughs> Brian, about Kate Smith's God Bless America. Do they not have to pull a statue out of there just recently? I admit, when you watch that, when you when I was a kid, that was pretty cool with God Bless America. And then they'd bring it out for games. They'd bring out the video of her singing it. And uh, is it Kate Hart? Is that her name? That uh, now sings the anthem. She does a pretty solid job. Again, you can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Bob, the Canadian anthem used to be so uh, much better. Here it is. Our anthem was the best until the PC changes were made. Signed, smelly hockey gloves. And you can text us at 630-630. Daryl in Elk Island says, Bob, at least the American anthem doesn't get changed by... Oh, I can't use the term that you use to describe our Prime Minister. Daryl in uh, Elk Island. Terrible Tom says, have a listen to Huey Lewis and the News at the World Series. I don't know, man. When Mariah Carey sang, was it Mariah Carey singing uh, America the Beautiful in Detroit in 88, maybe, during the NBA championship? It's pretty amazing. You realize, like, she hit some tones that not a lot can hit. Big voice. Whitney, as well, was another great one from the Super Bowl the power and range that Whitney had. All right, 12.58, this is the sort of thing we do on a Monday. Uh, coming up, the uh, head coach, the Edmonton Oilers, Dave Tippett, 105, 135, James Myrtle. So we'll switch focus a bit, but right now off to a global news weather traffic update with Cassandra Jodois. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.